Welcome to the Careers, Employability and Skills podcast from Queen's University Belfast. This episode was recorded during a webinar discussion of postgraduate studies at Queen's and is hosted by the Queen's Postgraduate Recruitment Officer, Orla Tomothy. Hello everyone and welcome to today's postgraduate study webinar for Queen's University. So just to introduce myself, my name is Orla Tumulty and I'm the postgraduate recruitment officer at Queen's University. And today I'm joined by my colleagues. I have Emma O'Hara and Chauncey Ferguson from the Faculty of Arts, Humanities and Social Sciences. I'm also joined by Clara Coy from the Faculty of Engineering and Physical Sciences and Trisha Minnis from the Faculty of Medicine, Health and Life Sciences. So the format of today's event um, will start by learning a bit about the graduate school and how it can support you during your postgraduate study. We'll then hear individually from each of the faculty members in relation to um, what courses they have available for 2021 and the structure of the faculty. And then we'll round up by looking at fees and funding and how you can get in contact with us. So I would like to start um, by introducing Emma O'Hara and Chauncey Ferguson from the Faculty of Arts, Humanities and Social Sciences. And both Emma and Chauncey will talk you through the faculty and courses that you can still apply for. Hello everyone, my name is Emma. I'm the Domestic and Recruitment Events Officer for, like Orla says, Faculty of Arts, Humanities and Social Sciences. Um, and I wanted to take a, a few minutes of your time just to run through some of the programmes within our faculty. So I look after four of our five schools. Um, so I'm going to run you through um, some, some information on the first four schools and then I'm going to hand over to Chauncey to talk about Queen's Management School then. Uh, so just the first school that I want to talk to you about then is the School of Law. Um, so we have eight master's programs available that you can choose from um, and this is all dependent really on which direction of study that you want to take. So if you have completed or are completing your undergrad um, in law and would be interested in becoming a solicitor or barrister, um, you can apply here. You'll see at the bottom of the slide there is professional legal studies. So that is an institute within Queen's in which you can apply that will equip you with the skills that you require then to go on and practice law. Um, there are also a full list of other programmes that you can apply for within the school if you want to continue to study law and maybe not necessarily practice law. Um, so one programme that I did want to flag up is one of our new programmes which is called Law with Technology. Um, so this is um, a programme that's offered on a one year full time or a two year part time. Um, and this programme is, is it's a new programme that is employability focused. It's, a, it's an LLM programme that includes students um, and introduces them to interplay and interfaces between law and technology. So this is something that was quite new um, and will be starting this year. Another thing I wanted to draw your attention to that a lot of people don't really necessarily know is that you don't always have to have a law background to do a master's in law. Um, so there are two programmes we can go into if you maybe don't have an undergrad degree in law. So that would be the new programme that I've just mentioned, which is Law with Technology. 
Um, or then there's also the, the master's in law program that is, uh, we have as well. So like I've said, there's broad entry requirement criteria on them. Don't necessarily need a law background. It'll help you open up your career prospects and grow your skill, skill set and, and specialize in a new area. So the, the M law or the master's in law that's listed on screen, that's conversion program, is a two year program and it's accredited um, and is designed for graduates in a discipline other than law um, who wish to obtain a law degree for professional practice and that would be in England, Wales and Northern Ireland. So there are two conversions so like I say you don't necessarily need your undergrad in law. Uh, the next school that I want to draw your attention to then so moving on to the School of History, Anthropology, Philosophy and Politics. So there are 10 master's programs in which you can apply to within the school um, and unlike the School of Law, um, HAP has a quite a broad um, entry criteria. So you don't necessarily need a HAP background to apply to any of the programs. So for example, if you've studied something completely different but want to change direction, um, this school can be really flexible and help you open up your career prospects. Um, or if it's maybe you're already in the school of HAP and you maybe want to study something um, a little bit further and go into more depth, um, you can go into any of these programs then as well. Um, HAP also have another new program that I want, or have a new program just like law that I want to talk about that's just starting this year as well. Um, and it's called the International, it's called International Public Policy. So it's an MSc program which offers high quality um, of academic and personal development. Um, and it'll also help you provide um, you with the tools to understand and influence contemporary policy problems faced by the government globally. Um, so that's, that's a quick overview of, of what that school has to offer. Uh, moving on to um, the School of Arts, English and Languages then, um, so there's nine master's programmes available within this school and similar to HAP, um, the entry requirements are quite broad so you don't have to have studied your undergrad within the school to apply to any of these programmes, so if you want to change direction completely, you know, that's, that's a possibility um, and there's a lot of new skill sets that you could learn within this school. Um, and just for a quick example, um, you know, if you've studied history and you decide that maybe, you know, you want to go a completely different direction on film um, or translation or arts management or something like that is, is something that you want to explore a little bit further. And um, you can certainly apply to that. I and mean, like I said, you don't have to have an AEL background to do that. And to mention that there are two um, January starts available in this school. So if you were interested in interpreting or translation, and you felt like, oh, September is too soon for me to be starting a master's. Um, there will be a January start offered for those two programs. So that, that's, that's something that's available um, within that school. And then finally, moving on to the last school that I'm going to talk about before handing over to Shaughnessy is the School of Social Sciences, Education and Social Work. So this school has quite a large amount of master's programs. So there's 16 master's programs available um, to start in September. But I wanted to, to flag to you that there are a few conversion courses in this school as well. So like I've said in School of Law previously, that um, you don't necessarily need the, the background of the school to apply. So just to give you an example, the Applied Behaviour Analysis, it's a conversion course. Um, Autism Spectrum Disorder is also a conversion course and Inclusion and Special Needs as well here is a conversion course as well that you can apply for or consider if you don't have a social sciences or a, a background from the school. Um, and applied behaviour analysis as well is going to be accepting late applications, so it's it's not too late to apply for that either. Um, looking at the last few social science um, masters that are available, um, these are all still open as well for application, um, but they, however, are not conversion courses, so there will be um, criteria set for when you're applying to these. 
Um, looking at education then, last for me, um, there's a list of programmes here. Uh, PGC, um, I know that maybe if you, if you have maybe seen me back in January when I was doing the class drop-ins, and I would have told you then that applications had closed, but this is no longer the case. So PGCs are accepting late applications. Um, however, um, it's just for English, maths and ICT. So um, any of the uh, science with biology and um, in, uh, any of the other programs are closed and full, unfortunately, but English, maths and IT are all accepting late applications. So if that's something that you're interested in, you can always apply to those as well. Um, I'm going to hand on to Shanti then. That's sorry. That's but um, yeah, if you have any questions, like I say, you're more than welcome to, to contact me and I'm, I'm happy to help. But yes, I'll, I'll pass on to Shanti then, who can then tell you a little bit more about Queen's Management School. Hi everyone, thanks so much for taking us through the rest of those ones. Um, so like Emma said, I just want to give you a bit of an overview of what is available from Queen's Management School and the master's programmes that we have. So as you can see, we have quite a good range of, of different programmes that are on offer and they're really designed to help you specialise if you're coming from a business background. But if you're not coming from a business background or finance background, it, it may offer you some new career paths that you might not have thought of before. So. These courses are really good to help you further your career prospects um, or enter up and coming markets like risk and investment analysis or business analytics. And business analytics is a really unique pathway and something that's quite new. Um, so you need a, a 2-1 at your undergraduate to join this one. And the only other requirement is that you have a quantitative area that you studied before. But that can be in anything from finance, math, statistics, economics and physics. And even some recent employment in a quantitative field is also considered. Um, business analytics is really at the cutting edge of business and is a really highly sought after area of expertise by employers. So it's definitely something to think about. Um, I'm just going to show you our conversion courses then. So we have quite a lot of conversion courses in the school. And the main ones are those that I want to highlight to you, first of all, would be our management course. So with management, you don't have to have any business background. And in fact, you can't do the course if you have studied any kind of business in the past. So it's really great that everyone will come in there and be at the same level. It's also a 2 2 entry. So if you're maybe just looking to develop something more for your career or open up some new prospects, it's a really good way of doing that. Um, it's really good also if you want to potentially start your career at a higher level or have the ability to climb into management positions if you're in something completely different, maybe coming from like a nursing background or something, maybe even history, something different that you, that you maybe just aren't totally sure what you want to go into, then you may feel like you want to be able to go into that career at a higher level and that management really opens up the prospects for that. Um, it's taught at all different um, aspects, so you have, you'll leave and have a really good, well-rounded understanding whenever you graduate. And um, you actually have the option to work on a consultancy project in that we'll be working with a business, so it gives you some uh, work experience as well, which is obviously really great. Another one I want to highlight then is human resource management, um, which can be studied full-time or part-time, and it's accredited by the CIPD. Um, so human resource management really is just the process of managing people. So that might be anything from talent acquisition to training and development, employee and labour relations and performance appraisal amongst lots of other areas. So if you like working with people and you're looking for something maybe that you haven't thought of doing before, something different, it's a, it's a great option. Um, another one then would be marketing. So 
with marketing, you'll study management and strategy, consumer behavior, uh, digital marketing, like things like Google Analytics, um, and then marketing analytics, like using SAS databases, and then research methods and international marketing. And this one is a really great option if you want to do more of the work experience, because you actually do a 12 week uh, internship with a business and you go in and help them with the marketing strategy and, and implement that with them. So it's a really exciting way of studying marketing. And the last one then of our conversion courses is the MBA, the Masters of Business and Administration. But this is really for people who have been in employment for a while and want to further that and want to move, move higher up or potentially people who want to start their own business and, and just be really successful with that. So you need to have five years of post-graduation employment experience to study this one, but it's a good thing to think about for the future. Um, lastly, I just want to highlight that a lot of the programmes in the management school are available for January starts. So most of them are. Um, for the conversion courses, then the ones that will be available for January starts are management and marketing. And also potentially you might want to consider business analytics if you're coming from that background. Um, so other programs, like I said, will have a January start, but you would need to have the business background to study those. Uh, but you can see all of those on the website. Like Emma had said at the start, if you do have any more questions or queries about anything to do with any of our programs, you're more than welcome to contact us at any stage. Great, thank you, um, Emma and Shanti. Um, so I'm sure you'll agree some very useful information, um, mainly in relation to the conversion courses. Um, and also good to note that some of the master's courses um, do start in January 2021. So if anyone's feeling that September is potentially too soon to commence your PG journey, um, it's good to note that there's also courses starting in, in January. So I'd now like to introduce Claire Coyle. So Claire is the Student Recruitment and Events Officer for the Faculty of Engineering and Physical Sciences. Hello everyone. So as Orla had mentioned, my name is Claire and I am the Student Recruitment and Events Officer for the Faculty of Engineering and Physical Sciences here in Queen's. So just to give you an introduction, I am into the Faculty of Engineering and Physical Sciences. We have six schools in our faculty, which are all listed here. A School of Chemistry and Chemical Engineering. School of Mathematics and Physics, the School of Natural and Built Environment, the School of Electronics, Electrical Engineering and Computer Science, and the School of Mechanical and Aerospace Engineering, and then the School of Psychology. Um, so these schools are an amalgamation of a number of different disciplines, which I will go through um, shortly. And when you study a master's in one of our courses, you're being exposed to academics and research from a range of backgrounds creating a multidisciplinary learning experience for you. So next, I just want to take you through um, three of the core areas that our students benefit from and get the most value from. Uh, so firstly, this is the investment in our facilities. Uh, so here we have the, our new computer science building, which underwent a recent 15 million investment. So any of you who have passed or been on the Malone Road, you will certainly recognise this building in the picture. It's big, it's colourful, it's state-of-the-art, and this building is designed for project-based learning. It has creative learning spaces, practical rooms, and labs. Um, and then just moving on to our project-based learning. So a lot of our courses are based on project-based learning. Um, and just for any of you who don't know what this is, it is a style of learning whereby you work collaboratively on hands-on projects, so projects that will mimic the real-life projects that you will be working on uh, whenever you go out to employment in industry. 
and further she will work closely with an academic you will, will receive constant feedback on your project and then you can make the improvements so it's like a continuous cycle of doing your project getting your feedback and then making the improvements on that and this allows our students to develop the skill sets and readiness for when you move on to employment and it also gives you the competitive advantage when you're looking for a job as you already have the experience of doing these projects. Then lastly, moving on to our links with industry. Um, so Queen's is renowned for their industry links and all of our academics have many connections with various companies, both locally and nationally. And throughout the course, you will have the opportunity to attend their lectures, which will be delivered by industry leaders and career fairs. And you get to meet these companies engage what opportunities they have um, whenever it comes to your employment post-graduation. So now I'm just moving on to our postgraduate taught courses and they're just listed here um, under each of the schools. There is a second slide um, which is for the School of Natural and Built Environment which I will touch on shortly. Um, so all these courses are designed with industry in mind so all the modules um, have been packaged. Um, so any of the skills that are required quite an industry, we've brought them into the course and developed the course around that. Um, some of our course directors have been out to many companies in the specific industry um, just to gauge what skills um, are required and then brought that back into the course. Um, the majority of them, all of them actually are offered full-time, uh, one year and part-time. I just want to mention the only course that isn't offered part-time is the MSc um, electronics course but more information on these courses so course overview course content the entry requirements um, and some short video presentations are all available on our website but if you want to even just drop me an email I can certainly send you a link to those so it just gives a great insight into what actually will be involved if you do um, come to study these courses and then just quickly on the next slide, we have the courses offered for the School of Natural and Built Environment. Again, these are offered full-time and part-time. Um, sorry, just to go back to the previous slide, I just want to say, um, for the School of Electronics, Electrical Engineering and Computer Science, we are offering the Software Development course. Just want to highlight, I will talk about that in greater um, detail in the next few slides. Um, it is one of our conversion courses. Um, and then, just at the bottom of this slide, I've just linked in the URL for the website where we have a lot of webinars. So recently we did webinars with the course directors um, in the majority of our courses and they're all available to view on um, the link. If you are interested in any of these courses, I would definitely recommend going on and viewing the webinar. It's a great insight from the course director themselves into the modules, uh, what skills you'll get, um, kind of study time, class time. Um, and what job opportunities there are, and um, any placements, and um, any projects that you'll be doing. So it's good to get that great insight um, into the courses as well. Next, industrial internships. So I've just looked at the courses here that we offer an optional internship year. And your learning experience is significantly enhanced when you expand your knowledge, application skills, and it also supports academic learning. Um, so up to 12 months in an industry-related role. Uh, there is a placement office in Queens, and the team here can assist you in finding a placement. Um, they run various recruitment fairs, skill knowledge fairs, and you'll have the opportunity to engage with companies and see what the opportunities are and where. 
And so for this industrial placement, you can go anywhere in the world. And so you can go, uh, we've had students that have gone to Australia, some to America, and then even just locally, there's a lot of Irish companies in the North and the Republic of Ireland that take on students for this. Um, students will be, must be proactive in applying um, to corporate companies uh, to have the best chance of securing an internship. So the placement office will certainly help you and facilitate you getting a placement, but it is up to the student to guarantee their own placement. And that's why I've just put in here that not all placements are guaranteed. Um, the student needs to be proactive in getting that placement for themselves. Then we have some courses that just listed here, which offer an option to do a project um, with a company. Um, so this is a great opportunity to get more hands-on experience. So for this, you will be based in one of the leading companies working on a life project. It usually lasts for around 12 weeks. You will be based out in the, um, in the company office and you'll be working alongside other employees in that company. So it is a great experience. And as I mentioned earlier, even just for your employability, for your CV, to have that on, you have experience of doing these projects. Um, it, it's great to give you that competitive edge um, out in the workforce. And then, as I mentioned earlier, I'm just going to talk about the MSC software development. So this is our conversion course. Um, for any of you that have been affected by um, your employment has been affected by COVID-19, uh, you may be looking for a career change or the opportunity to enhance your professional development. This conversion course would be a great opportunity for you. Uh, we do have a huge demand here in Belfast and in Northern Ireland for software professionals. There's plenty of jobs, great salaries, and great opportunities to progress within that industry. And this MSC software development course has been designed in collaboration with industry for graduates of non-computing backgrounds. So for this course, you do not need any previous computing programming experience. And I will run through the entry requirements in the next few slides. Um, but just to give you an overview in this course, you will learn how to design and create web applications and data-driven computer systems. You will also have the opportunity to have contact with employers and guest speakers from industry through the events that are run throughout the year. Um, and that gives you a good opportunity to network. Um, just want to also point out that this course has an extremely high employability rate, and the majority of our graduates from this course will then go straight into employment. And then it is the highest rated MSC computing course for student satisfaction in the UK. So um, just to re reiterate that uh, the, the course is for graduates of non-computing um, disciplines, and I will just talk shortly now on the course information. So the course is available full-time, which is one year intensive course, um, or it is available part-time, which can be done over two or three years. Um, so just to let you know, the part-time option is taught in the evenings. So that is Tuesdays and Thursdays from 5.30 to 8.30. Um, so it's spread over three years to allow you to study while in full-time employment. You also have the option of completing the course in two years. Um, so with the three years, you do your modules in the first year and second year. And then the third year is your dissertation and your project. Um, if you're completing the course in two years, the project can be commenced in the third semester of the second year once all the top modules are successfully um, completed. So next, I'm just going to talk about the entry requirements for this course. Um, so entry requirements, normally a 2-2 honours degree in a qualification 
excluding computer science or a similar computing degree. This course, as I mentioned before, it is aimed at those from non-computing um, degrees. Uh, so either if you're working in the sector, you're looking to upskill, or if you're looking to reskill, um, you're working in another sector but looking for a career change, this um, could be a good course for you. Just to give you a bit of an overview um, of the students and their background um, that are currently on this course, we have about a third of students who have come from the STEM backgrounds, that's science, technology, engineering, math. Uh, we have about a third that come from arts and humanities, and then we have a third from business management. So a great mix of students from different backgrounds and also different age groups. So we have some students that come into this course directly from an undergraduate degree. We then have students that come in um, that, that maybe are in 10, 15, 20 years um, full-time employment and they're looking for an upskill or a bit of a career change. I've also put on this slide that any applicants that do not meet the honours degree. So if you don't have a degree, you can still apply for this course under RPEL. And that's just an application that you make online. You just attach your CV and give some information on your experience, any teamwork and leadership experience that you have. And those applications are completed on a case-by-case -case basis. And then if you do pass the first round of applications, you will be asked to sit um, an online aptitude test. So if you do have any questions on that, I know I kind of went through that quite quickly or any of the other courses, I will give my email address again at the end, so please feel free to contact me. Um, I am finishing shortly, this is one of my last slides, um, and then I hand over to my colleague, but just to touch on the deadlines for de deposits, so most of our applications for the courses will close in the end of June, some do close in the end of July, but all the courses that I have mentioned and have been on these slides we do have availability for the upcoming academic year. Um, so do try to apply as early as possible. We ask for a 400 point deposit to secure your place on the course. If you're doing applied cybersecurity deposit of a thousand and any courses that come with a placement fee that you're doing, there is an extra um, fee for that. And then that brings me to the end of my presentation. I know it's a lot of information to take in and I have gone through that quite quickly just to keep within the time allocated. But as I mentioned, my email address is here. Please feel free um, to drop me an email if you're looking for more information. I could also email you the link to the course content and requirements for any of the courses and any of the webinars that we've done just to give you a bit more insight into um, those courses. So that's it for me. Um, thank you for watching and I'm now hand you back to Orla. That's great, Sarah. Thank you. Um, some very useful information there, um, especially including the likes of the pathways and the industry links that students can look forward to. So thank you for that. Um, I'd now like to round up by um, asking Patricia Minnis to join us. So Patricia is from the Faculty of Medicine, Health and Life Sciences. That's great, thank you Orla. Hello, my name is Patricia and I'm the Recruitment Officer for the Faculty of Medicine, Health and Life Sciences. So our faculty is made up of four schools. We've got the School of Medicine, Dentistry, Biomedical Sciences, the School of Biological Sciences, the School of Pharmacy and the School of Nursing and Midwifery. We also do have five research centres. We've got the Institute of Global Food Security, the Centre of Cancer, and cell biology, 
the Centre for Experimental Medicine, the Centre for Public Health and MATCH, the Material and Advanced Technologies for Healthcare. Within these centres, we undertake world-reaching um, impactful research, which addresses some of the world's challenges in the health sciences, food and the environment. So again, our faculty is globally recognised for world-class excellence and groundbreaking research. We strive to address some of the world's greatest challenges in the health, food and the environment. Our schools are also ranked all in the top 200, some in the top 100 and some in the top 50. And if you decide to come and study in one of our courses in the faculty, um, you'll get a learning experience like no other. We have brand new libraries to help you gain vital skills. We've recently just got a brand new School of Biological Sciences, which you'll be able to um, use all their new facilities. You will be taught by world leading academics. There'll be practical, practical fieldwork in most of our courses so that will help enhance your student experience. And there also is cl clinical practice for the appropriate courses. So again, it's helping you prepare for your employment. I'm just gonna go through each of the schools and the courses that we do have um, available. So in the School of Biological Sciences, we've got Advanced Food Safety, Animal Behaviour and Welfare, Ecological Management and Conservation Biology, Global Food Security, Leadership for Sustainable Development, Molecular Biology and Biotechnology, and parasitology and pathobiology. We do have spaces in all these courses, apart from our ecological management, which we currently have a waiting list. So if any of them do interest you, you can still apply. We are also offering a January start date for our advanced food safety course, our molecule biology and biotechnology and our sustainable development course. So if you don't want to start in September, you'd rather wait to January, you still have the option for these courses. I'm just going to quickly briefly look at some of these courses um, as well. So our Leadership for Sustainable Development course, this is a conversion course. So it's open to students from any discipline. You just require a 2-2 in your degree. This course promotes leadership and embraces action-based experimental learning through a series of lectures, work placements and group projects. Within this course, students have the opportunity to take three eight-week placements and this will really help understand how sustainability delivers um, across the different sectors. The school itself have a dedicated placement um, officer who will be able to uh, set you up with the placement. We've got lots of strong industry links, so there is plenty of opportunity and students can go right across the world for their placements as well. Another course in the School of Biological Sciences is Animal Behaviour and Welfare. And students um, to get access onto this course, they will need a 2-2 in a relevant science degree. But it's designed for students aiming to work in research, education and industry in the life sciences sector. This programme will provide you with advanced understanding of current and emerging issues in both animal behaviour and animal welfare. And will provide you with an extensive range of lectures in a variety of topics. Within this course, you'll have the opportunity to either do a work placement or a research project, but all students will have access to world-class facilities. This will include the Animal Laboratory Services at Belfast Zoo, Animal Research Facilities at Queen's University, and Marine Laboratories Collections throughout the UK and Ireland. Just going to move on to the School of Medicine, Dentistry and Biomedical Sciences, who again offer a number of courses. We've got the Bioinformatics and Computer Genomics, 
cancer medicine, clinical anatomy, experimental medicine, global health, public health, and oncology drug discovery. Again, we have spaces in all these courses apart from cancer medicine, which we currently have a waiting list. And as well as that, both our global health and public health will also have a January intake. So if you don't want to start in September for those two courses, you will have the option to start in January. But I'm just gonna look a wee bit closer at the global health course. So for the global health, you will need a 2-1 in a relevant public health subject. Global health is intended to provide students with a clear understanding of global health issues and how those issues affect public health practice and policy. This course will be delivered by staff who have worked in NGOs and charities in developing countries, and they can then provide practical insights. The Centre of Public Health hosts one of five UK clinical research collaborations. The Public Health Research Centre of Excellence is to encourage multidisciplinary working and increase capacity to address complex population level health issues. Within this course, you'll also get to specialise in modules, including material and maternal and child health in low resource areas and the global health development. Another course within the School of Medicine, Dentistry and Biomedical Sciences is the Oncology Drug Discovery. For this course, you'll need a 2-1 in a chemistry, a biochemistry, a pharmacy related degree. It offers an excellent opportunity for students to carry out research in a cutting edge environment. The drug discovery in industry and interaction with academia is constantly involving discipline. Within Queen's University, we have established links with ALMAC Discovery, CV6T and Fusion Antibodies. And these links have allowed significant enhancement of the capacity of Drug Discovery Unit within the CCRCB to bring forward interesting new therapeutic targets and generate a training program for students. Now I'm going to move on to the School of Nursing and Midwifery. So again, all these courses, they are offered um, in September and there will also be in January intake too. We've got the Advanced Professional and Clinical Practice, Advanced Professional Practice, Caring for Children and Young People with Complex Needs. And we now have two brand new courses starting this September, an MSE Professional Adult Nursing and MSE Professional Nursing Children and Young People. So for this course, it is open to anyone from any discipline. It is, you will need a 2-1, however, any students with a 2-2 will be considered on a case-by-case -case basis. But this course is offering students to move into exciting new career. With this, you will get to be able, if you go on to this course, you'll have the opportunity to um, graduate with a master's as well as being registered with the Nursing and Midwifery Council. So it means that it's given you an opportunity to build a career very fast. You will also have the opportunity to learn in the state-of-the-art clinical skills and simulation suite and complete practice placements in a range of settings. Upon your application, you will also need to have about 650 hours of, um, of clinical placements. This can be built up over the year. And the final school I'm gonna talk about is the School of Pharmacy. We've got the Advanced Clinical Pharmacy Practice and the Industrial Pharmaceutics. Again, we've got a September intake and we also have a January intake if you wish to um, start in January. But I just want to talk about the industrial pharmaceutics course. This is a brand new course that will help prepare graduates with experience and skills required um, with careers in the global pharmaceutical industry. 
We've got new entry requirements for this, so you will need a 2-2. This is open to students from a pharmaceutical and a chemistry background. We also have a November start date as well. Within this programme, you will include a three-month research project, which we undertake with an industry partner. But as well as graduating with your MSc in Industrial Pharmaceutics, you will also receive an additional leadership to additional qualification in leadership through the Chartered Management Institute Level 7 Certificate Programme. So it means you're getting a lot of experience with industry and you're also getting additional qualification. So I've quickly went through all our courses and you may have many questions and want a little bit more detail. So please do get in touch and um, you can see my email there and I think I'll be provided again at the end. So get in touch if you've got any more questions. That's great. Thanks, Patricia. Um, that was a very comprehensive overview. So now that you've heard a bit about the graduate school and hopefully know what subject you're interested in applying for, you might want to know more about funding and scholarships that are available. So just to start off um, and let you know, for any students from Northern Ireland and the Republic of Ireland, we have a postgraduate taught loan. So this is a loan of up to £5,500, which is available for master's degree, postgraduate certificates or postgraduate diplomas. Um, it's non-means tested. Um, and now there are some terms and conditions um, that apply, but it will be paid directly to Queen's as a higher education provider. And you can find out more about this tuition fee loan at studentfinanceni.co.uk. So again, that's for students from Northern Ireland and the EU. Um, for any of the students that we have with us today from England, um, there's also a PG Masters loan and that's available for up to £11,222 for the year and is paid um, directly to you through three instalments. So that would cover tuition fees and also living expenses. So if you're based in England, you can use that um, to come to Queen's um, and pay for your tuition fee and potentially um, rent. Um, and you can find out more information on gov.uk forward slash funding and um, for anyone from an international background that's listening and um, you can find out more through the funding and scholarship finder on the Queen's website and that will just um, help you find out ways and means to cover costs towards the whole range of study related expenses um, so you'll see the link there and I'll also add it into the chat at the end. So I'd just like to thank you all um, for joining us today. So that brings us round to the end of the webinar. And I hope you find it very informative and that it's helping you in terms of making a choice um, towards what you're going to do within your next step of education. So also just to bear in mind as well, the September intake. We also have a January intake that was outlined in most of today's um, webinar. And if you'd like to make any more contact with us, please feel free to drop an email. So you can contact me at studentrecruitment at qub.ac.uk for any queries in relation to the Faculty of Arts, Humanities and Social Sciences. The email address is ask ahss at qub.ac.uk for the Faculty of Engineering and Physical Sciences 
it's askeps at qub.ac.uk and finally if you have any questions relating to the Faculty of Medicine, Health and Life Sciences you can email Patricia on askmhls at qub.ac.uk so thank you for taking the time out to listen to the web, um, webinar today and I hope to see some of you in um, September when you enrol onto the course. Thank you. You've been listening to a podcast from the Careers, Employability and Skills team at Queen's. Music by Ben Sound. To access career support at Queen's, please visit our website go.qub.ac.uk forward slash careers or follow at QUB Careers on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter.